Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ever Upward Show, which is the New York Excelsior Fan Show. I am your host, The Blevins, and we have got a great show t- for you today. If this is your first time here, I feel like it's pretty obvious what the show is, but this is a fan show all about the New York Excelsior and things related to the New York Excelsior, as well as the Contenders Team XL2 Academy, which we will be talking about today because they finally played. But let's just jump right into it. Um, I'm going to be going over some stuff that came from New York Excelsior this week, some stuff that came from the community, and go over the week's results as well as preview a little bit about what we're going to be doing uh, next week or this week, depending on how you look at it, in the Overwatch League. So let's jump right into it and start with the videos and information that we got from New York Excelsior. Uh, We got the Wizard Young Origins video. Um, If you guys aren't familiar, go to the NYXL YouTube channel. Uh, we've got Origins videos for all the players, I believe, and we're, uh, we also have one for Bare Hands, the director of player personnel. It looks like we're starting to get into the coaching staff as well. We've got Wizard Hyung, who is a uh, assistant coach and analyst. <clears throat> I'm imagining we're going to get a Pavane one as well, um, but who knows? So definitely check that one out. These are more of an in-depth look at the... Um, well, the, the player ones are obviously an in-depth look at the players. Uh, this one's a, a, a look into the basically the origin story of uh, Wizard Young, where he came from, what he's doing here now. Um, I'm very interested to see what NYXL is going to do moving forward because you can't rehash the origin stories, right? Maybe they'll do a looking forward or something else cool. I'm They're really gr- well done. They are uh, probably some of the best production value videos of any team in the Overwatch League. So definitely check that out. Uh, In a similar vein, we had an interview uh, with head coach Pavane. Um, That was done, I saw it on Twitter. I've got links to all of this stuff that I'm talking about down in the description, so I'm not going to go into huge details about where everything came from. But um, this is a, a really in-depth video, uh, not video, a text interview, a lot of different questions on here um, about the team, about the strategy, about the philosophy. There's actually a little bit on Brigitta, Hero 27 on here. Um, But yeah, definitely worth a read. The full transcript I'm linking here is from Reddit, so definitely check that out. It's always nice to see these types of things. in a, in, a, in a nice consolidated place. Uh, we do get the AMAs on the NYXL Discord, but they're just, it's so hard to skim through that. Like I try, I thought I was gonna be able to, but like there's just so much, uh, there's so much fluff <laughs> to go through and like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of questions that are of absolutely no value <laughs> to go through. There's rarely ever anything good or useful asked there. So, um, and if there is, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. So it's definitely tough to do that. But uh, when we do get these interviews, it's really nice. I'm hoping uh, to be able to get some stuff, original content from Ever Upward Show on here uh, from maybe the players or the coaches. That would be really great. Uh, getting an interview with Wizard Young would be a really good one. His English is actually really, really good. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, if you have not already, check that one out. 
Um, and the last piece of news from NYXL that we have here is they hired a uh, they hired a former Red Bull program manager. Uh, so worked in the Red Bull, uh, I believe, media and esports uh, division. Uh, his name's Ben Nickel. He's going to be leading events and business development for New York Excelsior. Um, I actually found this one on LinkedIn, like not even looking for, uh, <coughs> excuse me, for NYXL stuff. Um, but it is it is definitely interesting to see um, the organization kind of build. So we've, we've obviously seen a lot of uh, team development and coaching and all that sort of stuff develop. And now we're starting to see kind of the outer shell uh develop for the organization so i think it's all going to be good it's obviously really cool that they're um they brought someone on to lead events uh because that means that we might be seeing some outside of the overwatch league events happening um with nyxl which is going to be really cool i can't wait to have them come to new york um even if, if if it's the off season maybe do like some meet and greets and stuff in new york city that would be really cool i don't know if that's going to happen obviously the players are originally from korea so they might want to go back and see their families um, but i would imagine that at some point we're going to be seeing them in new york city hopefully uh sooner rather than later but i'll definitely be trying to get out to some of that uh, to some of those events if and when they do happen. But that's going to round up the stuff from NYXL. Guys, this is uh, where I will remind you that I can use all the help I can get in finding these things. I'm basically using Reddit, the Discord channels, um, you know, the normal sort of hubs of media. If there's something that you guys, f that I miss that you think should be on the show, let me know. Go over to the High Noon Podcast Discord, discord.me slash High Noon Podcast. I've got an ever upward show text channel. You can submit stuff there. You can submit stuff to the Twitter at ever upward show. You can email me ever upward show at gmail.com. Anything that I miss or that you think should be on there that you'd like to see me do that's outside of what I'm already doing, let me know. I'm more than happy to try to accommodate and work stuff into the show. But let's move on into some of the community stuff. Now, before I go into this, I'm just going to say there's a lot, a lot, a lot of community content. I can't go over it all. That would be three shows worth of stuff every week. So if you see stuff that you would like to um, see uh, highlighted or referenced, or if you did something, send it over. I will definitely favor the stuff that I get sent. Um, uh yeah, I'm definitely uh, willing to uh, favor the stuff that I get sent because I just want to talk about the stuff that you guys think is important. Um, yes, yeah, so let's uh, move on. So the cool thing, uh, I think probably the coolest thing that we saw this week was the Five Deadly Venoms crew at Waypoint Cafe get featured on the episode of Watchpoint this week on the official Overwatch League uh, channel, the YouTube channel. It was shown during the broadcast uh richard aka great root bear who i have a relationship with uh he, he's been on uh high noon podcasts around the payload um you know they interviewed him and interviewed some other people in that group uh, uh and really kind of highlighted the five deadly venoms crew which is awesome i cannot wait to get down there uh and do some stuff and hang out with them um I'm don't have any announcements to make, but I've got the announcement of an announcement, classic esports style. They're 
I've been told there's going to be an announcement next week, so keep an eye out for that uh, regarding Five Deadly Venoms. Again, can't get into any details, but it may or may not involve me personally in New York City. I don't know. Can't. Well, I mean, I kind of know, but I can't. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny anything. But definitely, um, definitely keep an eye out and ear out for that. Um, next piece of community uh, content we got was uh, this is actually kind of the next two. Uh, we got some really interesting montages video montages um, of Jonak and of pine they're basically highlight videos they're done by a youtube channel called pro genji main um they're basically uh they're just highlights um of really awesome plays that both of them make uh it's just a normal sort of you know phase clan-esque uh highlight video but obviously you can imagine that Jonak and pine have some pretty amazing highlights they are mostly from their own personal streams, not the Overwatch League, but definitely uh, worth a watch there. I've got the links to those as well. Um, another thread uh, that I saw on Reddit was actually someone uh, designed a custom New York Excel uh, themed Xbox controller. Um, it's actually done right through the Microsoft website. I think you can just order Xbox controllers, custom colors. It, it looks really good. Um, it looks like it was actually made to be an NYXL uh, controller with the exception that there's no logos and stuff on it and there's no like Overwatch League insignia on it. But the color scheme is definitely there. So if you are, if you uh, play console um, or just want, or if you have a console and you want to have an NYXL styled controller, I would not imagine, I imagine we're probably not going to see official branded stuff like this for quite some time if ever at least in terms of gaming controllers so um this is this is a really kind of a cool way to get something like that uh the link to that of course is also in the description uh, the last piece we've got here is um at holly hollywood on twitter has been doing some fan art uh and the one i wanted to talk about here was some sbb fan art it's like a basically a full uh, like painted, it look, it's like a really like realistic uh, looking uh, drawing. I don't think it's actually painted or actually drawn, but it's you know digital art. But it the, she does like very realistic looking art, and she's got one of SBB. I think there might be some other NYXL players as well, um, but there's all sorts of Overwatch League players uh, nonetheless. And SBB is one that uh, she's done. It's really. It's almost kind of eerie how realistic it looks. Like you can tell it's a it's a drawing, but if you some of the other ones, like the XQC one, I'm looking at, and there's an IDQD one, like the 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 shading and the lighting, uh, and even the SBB one, like it's so it's like eerie how uh, how realistic they look. So definitely check her out at Holly Hollywood on Twitter. Again, I have the link to the SBB one down below. Let's move on here. Uh, this is where I would normally talk about how XL did uh, last week, but I'm going to talk first about XL2, the contenders, XL2 Academy, the contenders team for NYXL. Um, they played their first match in contenders NA. Uh, they played against Toronto Esports, and they won a very close 3-2 to two victory here against Toronto Esports, which is the Academy team for the Boston Uprising. Um Definitely, uh, I will link this as well. Definitely worth the watch here. 
Um, it's an amazing match. It's a three to two victory. Two of probably the top five teams and contenders for sure. Uh, Duke it out here. Nene, absolute god on Tracer. Mangachu doing some crazy things. It's also what's kind of cool about contenders and what I think sets it apart um, from just it being like the Aldi's brand uh, Overwatch League is that they're not playing on Overwatch League patch. They're playing on live patch. So we're seeing like also we're seeing different types of comps here uh, because Sombra is here. It will almost certainly see Brigitte in contenders before we see her in Overwatch League. So if you're looking for either strats to play uh, in your own personal games, or if you're looking to see what the Overwatch League meta might be next stage or the stage after, perhaps, uh, definitely tune into Contenders um, and obviously show support for XL2. Um, little self plug here High Noon Productions does a show called uh, Blackwatch Report. Uh, it's hosted by Thorn Rain and Kyle Wynn. They cover all the contenders and tier two stuff. Definitely check that out. If you search Blackwatch Report in your podcast feed, you'll find that. Um, I'm, they're going to be going in way more depth than I am on that match, I'm sure. They've got all sorts of interviews with players in the t- and, and, and staff in the tier two scene. So if you are interested at all in the tier two scene check that out as well excuse me next week we are going to be playing against gladiators legion which if you haven't figured it out uh is the la gladiators uh academy team um they played against the mayhem academy team last week and they I believe they won against uh, the Mayhem's team. Let me just double check that because, of course, I didn't have this ready. Uh, they did. They won 3-1 to one versus the Mayhem Academy. All four of the teams, Mayhem Academy, Gladiators Legion, XL2, and Toronto Esports have looked quite good. All of the Academy teams look quite good. Um, so it's definitely going to be a good match here uh, with Gladiators Legion and XL2 Academy. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for that. And again, Blackwatch Report is going to have a much more in-depth look at that than I am. So let's move in to the match results for NYXL proper uh, or the Overwatch League team. Um, one note here is, again, we didn't see Pine um, in either match. No official word that I saw um, as to why he didn't play. Um, last week, he mentioned that he needed the week off or wanted to take the week off. He wasn't feeling great, uh, et cetera, et cetera, which is perfectly fine. This week, maybe it was more of a strategic reason they didn't they didn't play him. Um, or maybe he's just not what they want to be doing in this meta, which is perfectly possible. Um, you know, I, I think... Pine has uh, a lot of, obviously, versatility, or, or not a ton of versatility compared to Libero, and he doesn't play Tracer, so he's not replacing SBB, or he does play Tracer, but not to the same level or the same uh, team cohesion as SBB, so it's possible that unless there's some some very specific uh, instances here, we might not be seeing a whole heck of a lot of pine in this meta, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Um, 
you know, if we're winning, we're winning. Um, and as much as I love Pine, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to play him just to play him uh, to the team's detriment necessarily. So I'm trusting in the coaching staff. I'm trusting in the, the team to know who they want to play and when. Um, I'm, I'm sure we're going to be seeing some more Pine. But uh, for those of you uh, who are Pine enthusiasts who think and want him to start every match, it's like it's just not going to happen. Um, I think we're kind of past that. But moving on. We played against Philadelphia Fusion in the first game. And like I said last week, I thought this one was going to be a real uh, a nail-biter. Fusion has looked quite good in the past couple of weeks, especially with EQO, who we don't have a ton of tape on. EQO did end up playing against us. He played both matches this week. Um, but we ended up winning 3-1 here um, in a relatively decisive fashion. The one was Route 66 after we had already been up 3-0, which we've really kind of... Uh, we've kind of struggled there um, on the Route 66. Uh, it's just not a, a strong map for us. And also, I think we kind of have took our foot off the pedal here. Uh, didn't uh, didn't finish, which, I mean, yes, it stinks because, as they say every single time on the broadcast, every match matters. And it absolutely does. I don't want to take away from that, especially in the stage playoff uh, uh, talk here. Every map is absolutely going to matter. Um, so dropping one to Philly stinks, uh, but at the end of the day, we won. And I wanted to bring this up here because I did actually make a bet with Tucker Roberts, who is the president of the Philadelphia Fusion. I made a bet with him on Twitter that he accepted uh, that if I, what was going to happen, and I would have been extremely embarrassed on this show, if, if NYXL would have lost, I would have been forced to wear a Philadelphia Fusion hat and also start a Philadelphia Fusion fan show much like this one. But if he wins, I get an awesome pair of Philadelphia Fusion sneakers. So I will definitely be wearing those once those come in. And uh, good game, Tucker. Uh, the next bet's on you, man. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to put out a bet, I am more than happy to oblige. Um, but uh, yeah, no Philadelphia. I mean. Last week, obviously, in rivalry mode, like I'm not going to root for Philly when they're playing against NY, but I will say that the East Coast teams have a place in my heart. That's New York, Philly, Boston, and even Florida all have a place in my heart because I am an East Coaster myself, so I am going to root for the East Coast teams over any of the other teams for sure, especially if we get a Toronto team. That's probably going to be uh, a definite contender for me to be fan. So, don't think that just because you're an NYXL fan or because you're a fan of another team doesn't mean that you can't have uh, a couple other favorite teams. I definitely am in uh, first and foremost an NYXL fan, but I am also fans of other teams. Philly is definitely uh, a top contender for me to be one of my favorite teams. But it was definitely a good match. Um, even the, the first three maps here that we won uh, were relatively close in this in a similar sense that they were close when we played against Houston. Like, Houston was probably the closest 4-0 we've ever seen in Overwatch League, and this was one of the closer 3-1s that we've seen. Um, NYXL just had a game plan, and they executed it flawlessly. Uh, we saw on on um volskaya the the three-pronged attack that we've been seeing where the supports are off alone the supports are on their own and or the supports are with the tanks and 
uh, SBB and Libero are kind of off on their own distracting. Uh, and then once once you see one chink in the armor, the rest of the team collapses in and just dominates. And we've seen that work very, very well for NYXL. They are, uh, a lot of people are calling them one of the cleanest teams in Overwatch League right now. They just have a game plan. Uh, it seems like they kind of, they did absolutely look at the tape on Philly. Uh, I think they probably knew or imagined that EQO was going to be playing. I think he's kind of got that starting spot right now over Shadowburn, uh, at least in many circumstances. Um, and we, we kind of countered him. Uh, he did not do nearly as much as he did in his first week out. Um, but uh, it was definitely a well-fought match. GG's to Philly. And, uh, you know, I think they might. They're probably out of the playoff run for Stage 2. But they might still be in the mix, depending on how they do the rest of the, of the stage. If they can if they can win out, they might still have an off chance. But uh, good luck to Philly in the rest of their matches. Second match was uh, not quite as close. Uh, it was a 4-0 versus San Francisco Shock. Uh, notably, I mentioned last week, this is the first time we've actually played the Shock, uh, as we did not play, they were the one team we didn't play against in Stage 1. Um, it has been said, though I, I don't know the actual facts behind it, it's been at least rumored uh, that NY, uh, XL, and San Francisco Shock were uh, scrim partners a lot more often, perhaps, than other teams, just because they knew they weren't going to be playing, they could test out strategies and not worry about them getting, you know, stolen or poached or whatever, what have you. Um, and I thought that that might actually be the one redeeming factor potentially for uh, San Francisco, but uh, it just did not turn out to be the case here. Uh, New York kind of dominated. I'm, I'm a little interested to know uh, why we didn't see Pine here. It seems like uh, and I'll talk about this in a second when we preview next week's matches, but it seems like Pine has kind of come in and almost subbed in for SBB when, you know, it's kind of locked up or in garbage time, rather. Um, so I don't know, maybe, I guess it kind of shows that New York was not taking San Francisco lightly, which I'm glad to see, but I think they, they kind of knew it was in the bag. They just needed to... Uh, put the nail in the coffin so to speak so another 2-0 week for nyxl and i do want to note here that new york has not lost since i started the show i'm just saying uh i don't want to you know take all the credit for the wins but i'm just saying they're uh they have not lost since they've had a show dedicated to them from high noon productions just saying um but that's all i'll say on that at least this week i'll probably be bringing it up next week when we win 2-0 again but Speaking of next week, we have uh, quite possibly the hardest match and what is billed to be one of the best matches of the stage and also probably one of the easiest matches of the stage. So we start out with the hard one. It's played on Wednesday. We've got Soul Dynasty. They are undefeated in stage one thus far. They've looked much better than their stage one performance and they did not look bad in stage one. Don't get me wrong, but they have looked even better uh, in stage two, they've looked more cohesive. They seem to have their team chemistry and strategy down a lot more. Uh, as we saw against Shanghai last week, Seoul Dynasty had like their A team, B team, or as Bren called it, their S minus, S plus team. <laughs> um, so I, obviously they're going to be bringing out their A squad against us. 
it's going to be a slobber knocker uh, more so than any of the other matches i think i have no doubt that ny can can take this i think um there's so much tape on Seoul. Granted, there's so much tape on New York as well, but I think um, you know NY is going to be able to, to to pull this one out. It's also possible. Um, I speculated about this before uh, in la last stage before we played Seoul that it's possible. Now this is a little tinfoil hat, so bear with me here. It's possible that NY has been sandbagging Pine and the Pine strategies for this meta in this stage so that they can pull it out against Soul and have no tape on, on Pine this, this meta or very little tape on Pine this meta. It's possible. I, I don't think it's necessarily going to happen, but it is definitely something they can have in their back pocket to pull out um, and really kind of pull out the, the ace in the hole, the wild card of Pine who... There just is not enough tape on him, especially if he's been practicing some crazy stuff. Who knows? Um, they could definitely, like, they have the ability to change it up. As we've also talked about um, when we played against Houston, when uh, we knew that we weren't going to have to be worried about Jake's Tracer as much, uh, we, we shifted our play style to be a little bit more aggressive. Now, I think we're probably going to have to worry about Munchkin or potentially Bunny. They'll probably Munchkin. We're going to be have have to worry about Munchkin's Tracer a bit more than actually probably a lot more than Jake's. But um, I do think that it's possible that we can we can see New York uh, shift to that more aggressive style. Um, Jonek and Ark have obviously been dominant this stage as well. Um, as they were in the previous stage, but I think it's, it, I think we're a little bit better matched uh, than Soul here. I think our tank line uh, is slightly better. They have Miro, obviously, but just hasn't, I, I, it just has not been as big. I mean, Toby Ryo J Hong is a great support line as well, but I mean, Arc Mecha or sorry, Arc Jonak is just, it's another level. Uh, one thing uh, that I actually didn't mention. Um, or maybe I mentioned it last week. I don't think I did though, but they, there was a video about Jonak or a clip about Jonak that asked him about his role models and I, oh no, yes, it was the, the Jonak origins video. Um, uh, that asked him about his role models and he actually said that Ryu Jehong from Seoul Dynasty is one of his role models, uh, in esports. So that's kind of cool that that's going to happen, but I think um, Jonak's kind of transcended him. Uh, no Zenyatta pun intended, but, uh, all in all, I mean, this is going to be a great match. It's billed to be one of the best matches of the stage. It also, um, it's going to determine, it's going to, um, that's well, not actually going to determine the stage playoff, but it is likely that we are going to see this match at least one more time. Uh, well, I guess at most one more time in the stage playoffs. Uh, I'm imagining that one of these two teams is going to be the number one seed. Um, actually, this is, technically going to be depending on the map differential we'll be fighting for the number one seed here um, or at least putting them in a position for the number one seed here um, it's worth noting that arguably uh, New York's schedule has been a little bit tougher than Seoul so maybe Seoul looks a little bit better than they actually are um, but it, it's it's you know it who knows um, and I believe that the rest of the stage um, yeah, we're not playing against the Gladiators this stage. 
Um, so it's possible that uh, we're going to dodge a bullet here as Gladiators is looking quite good. But all in all, I've, I've spent too much time on this match. Uh, all in all, it's going to be a great match to watch. Absolutely. If you have, if you only have time for one match this week, watch this one. Uh, support the guys. Support NYXL here. Uh, anyone that mentioned Soul this week is losing points in my book. Uh, <laughs> uh, so definitely want to support them. And then we move on to Shanghai. Um, really not a lot to talk about here. I think it's going to be an easy 4-0 for NY. Uh, one thing I want to emphasize here is just don't throw maps, um, especially uh, depending on the result of the soul match. Every map is going to count for these stage two playoffs, and we definitely want to be in the stage two playoffs, and we want to be number one, we want to be ranked one in the stage two playoffs. Um, if we beat Seoul, we're going to have the uh, same stage record. Uh, can, if if all if everything else is a, if if both teams win out, we're going to have the same stage record. So it's all going to be come down to map uh, map differential here. So we don't want to we don't want to be throwing any maps that we don't have to, especially against a team like the Shanghai. Di- uh, ooh, almost said it. The Shanghai Dragons. Um, we definitely don't want to be playing against or throwing maps against the. Shanghai Dragons. Uh, one other note here is that this is probably we'll almost certainly see Pine. Last time we played, we saw Pine actually playing the Tracer. Like it could be like SBB's week off, um, uh, potentially, or maybe even Libero getting a week off. I don't know. Um, but unless we start seeing some of the uh, acquisitions from Shanghai come in and potentially shake things up, I don't think we're going to have any sort of uh, resistance here. It should be an easy. 4-0, uh, and that'll be good. Um, but uh, that's going to be it. Obviously, that's the, those are the matches we've got this week. Um, and then, so we've got those matches this week. And then um, next week is actually week five of stage two. So that's the last week, which feeds into the playoffs. So the last week, we're going to be playing against Dallas Fuel and the LA Valiant. So two more wins. Uh, if we beat Seoul here, it's likely that we're going to be first place. Um, Seoul, um, I guess Seoul, uh, Seoul has to play London this week in addition to New York. So definitely Seoul has the, I guess, harder rest of the stage compared to New York. So uh, very likely that if that this is playing for first seed in the stage playoffs, which is absolutely going to be huge for NY. Um, and then, of course, we'll have the stage one. Uh, we'll have the stage playoffs played on Sunday. Um, so that will be that'll take us to the end of the stage. Um, I want to close out the show here. Um, didn't have a ton of questions uh, this week, which is perfectly fine. But if you guys do have any questions, comments, complaints, suggestions, anything that you want to see on the show, head over. Either leave a, a comment on the vi- on this video, tweet at me, uh, send me a message on Discord. All of those types of things are really going to be helpful. One question that we did have, uh, or is more of a concern, where uh, where is the show going to be? Where's the show's home going to be uh, in terms of the podcast feed? So I did make the Ever Upward show individual podcast feed. So if you Google or if you uh, search for Ever Upward show on wherever you get your uh, 
your podcasts, whether it's iTunes um, or one of the third party uh, podcast providers, if you search Ever Upward Show, we're, I'm going to have we're, we're, we have our own podcast feed that's separate from High Noon Podcast. Um, I might put it on High Noon Podcast feed as well for one more week, but we are going to be moving over completely to high uh ever upward show so if you are listening to this on the high noon podcast feed make sure you go and subscribe uh and follow and and what have you the ever upward show podcast feed it's everything is still going to be on the same youtube high noon podcast youtube um that's going to be everything uh, where everything's going to be as well if you're if you're not a podcast listener. But that is going to be the end of the show, guys. Um, again, uh, huge thanks to everyone who's who's watching and retweeting and follows on Twitter. All of the support is super super helpful. Um, we do want to start doing these types of shows for other teams. So if you are interested in another team, let us know who you want to see. But obviously, this show is always going to remain. NYXL theme, but that's all I've got for you guys. Remember, any questions, comments, gripes, groans, complaints, concerns, suggestions, anything at all, let me know. It is super, super helpful. And it, like right now, not getting a ton. So whatever you put on, whatever you let me know, almost certainly going to make it on the show. Um, but yeah, that is going to be it, guys. Thanks for listening and remain. I don't know how to. I don't know how to end the show. Remain ever upward. Stay ever upward. I don't know. But let's just let's just end it with, let's go NYXL. Let's beat Soul. Bye bye, guys.